Hi, this is Abby Chanaya, and you're listening to a verbal essay from my photo series, Melanin Rising. Melanin Rising looks at skin lightening practices, media representation of dark-skinned people, and what needs to change so future generations do not experience colorism. At the core of this photo series sits an important message. Love your melanin. My earliest memories of colorism were probably when I was a child of five to six years old. I grew up in multicultural Malaysia and most of my friends from a young age were of Chinese descent and much lighter skinned. My mother used to tell me not to play in the sun too long as it will make me go darker and I never understood at that age why this was a bad thing. The first time I was made to feel like being dark skinned wasn't a good thing was a few years later and surprisingly within the Indian community itself. I heard relatives praising other people's kids who were much lighter skinned Indians and saying how beautiful that was. At that point, I realised why my mother was going to efforts to keep me out of the sun. She had my best interests at heart to help avoid hurtful comments from others about the colour tone of my skin. I remember when I was growing up, there was a toothpaste brand called Darkie. It has a logo of a man with a dark face and white teeth. And I was called the Darkie Man and I laughed it off every time. The toothpaste was later rebranded to Dali and the logo of the face was lighter. I went to an all-boys school until I was 12 and I remember there being a selection process for dancers to perform an Indian Bangra dance show and some of the boys were to be selected to dress in girls' clothes. The teachers were at loggerheads with casting me. As one teacher said, I was the best dancer and wanted me to be a lead girl. And I overheard the other teacher saying, but he's so dark. Are you sure you want him to be at the front and a girl? I never quite forgotten the comment and I was very grateful to the teacher that stood up for me based on my talent and not my skin colour. This opened other future opportunities for me to perform even in a Chinese dance group as a lead girl. As a male in my family, it was more acceptable to have dark skin and I was less pressured to maintain a lighter complexion compared to my sister for example. She was constantly nagged at for staying out in the sun and was told to apply her skin lightening creams more diligently compared to me. It was drilled into her mindset that light skinned is best in all areas of her life from finding love to securing a job. Thinking back to that now does make me feel sad but at the time we just accepted those comments. Oh yes, I did use skin lightening products such as Fair and Lovely, Hazelin Snow and also rubbing turmeric root on my face that made me look yellow and lighter. I remember the ads for Fair and Lovely used to show a woman's face and a gradient of how her skin becomes lighter after weeks of use, giving some sort of hope to people of dark skin tone. White and fair skin was always at the forefront when I was growing up. I remember supermodel Naomi Campbell and a Kenzo male model who was Indian and had bleach blonde hair. As soon as I got older and could bleach my hair, I did, just to make me stand out and be unique and special. And now coming to think of it, perhaps creating some deflection away from my dark skin. 
My childhood years were hard at times. I got teased and called darky and blacky by people who were my friends. As a sign of endearment, but then sometimes in arguments, it turned into insults. I accepted it with not much pushback as I chose to be friends with predominantly people of Chinese descent who are fair-skinned due to the fact I could not speak the language of my fellow dark-skinned people and therefore was alienated by them. I can see a huge shift here now in my home in the UK with movements like Black Lives Matter and in the past year I've seen more representation of people of colour and different ethnicities being provided with a chance to take on leading roles on TV like on Netflix Bridgerton and in theatres, the lead cast for Moulin Rouge the musical, Harry Potter play and Frozen the musical. I also see representation in magazines and advertising. So, normalising and celebrating dark skin make it normal and accepted. We're on a good journey and I'm really happy to see this. When it comes to makeup and undergarments that claim to be colour matching skin tones, there seems to be a long way to go still for them to improve. In high school, as I blossomed into a confident young man, people said things like, you're really good looking for a dark skinned Indian, and I became a bit of a fetish with the girls I dated in high school. I was a trophy dark skinned Indian boyfriend to a few of them, and they celebrated my dark skin I guess. I must mention my mum's friend. He was a very dark-skinned man and on my 13th birthday he took me out for Baskin Robbins ice cream and told me to not worry about my skin colour as he had been travelling in Japan, France and Ireland where they embraced his dark skin. He said that I will find someone who will love me for my skin tone. It felt weird having that conversation with him but I agree agree with him that there are some nations that embrace dark skin more than others. There's still a long way to go and I think it's all down to educating the current generation about what has happened in the past like slavery, Hitler's German ideal and apartheid, all of which look down on dark skin. We must not let history repeat itself and we need to learn from it. Normalising dark skinned faces on social media, and through film and television will help. But people need to truly understand the struggles that dark-skinned people have been through over the years and why it's been a struggle. They also need to understand what white privilege means and how it can influence change. Not everyone experiences colorism, so they sometimes feel like they don't need to do anything and they forget about their white privilege and how powerful a role it plays to influence change. Thank you for listening to this episode. Be sure to visit loveyourmelanin.com to join the conversation, view the full exhibition, and discover bonus content.